Hey, this is James. I want to let you know of an exciting opportunity to accelerate your progress in achieving your goals. On Friday, April the 14th, from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., Engineer of Success is hosting an advanced training session on crucial conversations. Participants will be equipped with the skills and knowledge needed to recognize, respond to, and navigate crucial conversations effectively. This is going to be a combination of lecture, discussion, breakout sessions, and hands-on exercises where participants can gain practical tools and strategies that they can use to communicate more effectively and when at work and at home. You're going to build stronger relationships and achieve your goals. You can use the link in the show notes to register for this advanced training session today. As an engineering leader, you know firsthand that achieving work-life balance can be hard. Many business owners struggle with the balance between their personal lives and their work. This leads to stress and a feeling of regret. But that's not the case for the listeners of the Engineer Your Success podcast with Dr. James Bryant. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. Tune in. Let's engineer your success today. I want to welcome you to the Engineer Your Success Podcast. My name is Dr. James Bryant, your host for today's show. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. It is my pleasure to guide you on your journey to designing a life where you can win at work and at home. I want to just thank you again for showing up for me today, for the podcast community, for the community that we're building on LinkedIn. Today's episode is going to be keys to unlocking team success through effective communication. So this is a continuation of a series of episodes that we've been doing in response to a market research survey that we conducted on LinkedIn of engineering professionals. And that was really what are the challenges that engineering professionals are facing in their pursuit of achieving success both in their personal and in their professional lives. And so I'm not going to go into all of the details of the survey today, but if you want more details of their survey, I would recommend that you look at episodes 85 and 86. So in episode 85, tips for overcoming the top two challenges for engineering professionals, we talk about the survey at length, and we then go into detail about the top two issues that engineering professionals responded to. Those issues were diminished work-life balance and burnout and stress. The other episode where we covered a little bit more about the survey is in episode 86, seven tips engineers can use for more effective communication. And we touched on some team aspect of communication, But that was not the focus of that episode. So today's episode is really focused on you as a leader. How can you unlock the success of your team through using effective communication? Another episode where we started looking at a team focus was episode 87, how to engineer team success using time management and productivity. We've done time management and productivity episodes before. But last week was the first week where we had that team focus. So it was absolutely, we had a great time. And I'm just continuing to look forward to providing value to our community. 
before we get any further into today's episode, I do want to take some time for a big thank you and a shout out to everyone who attended the last Engineer Your Success on-ramp on Mastering Crucial Conversation. It was a great meeting. In fact, it was the most well-attended Engineer Your Success on-ramp that we've ever had. We had over 20 plus engineering professionals that were there that were talking about some of the challenges that they face in mastering crucial conversations and getting some strategies that they can actually apply to their life to help them to win at work, to help them win at home right there during that session. So the next Engineer Your Success on ramp is scheduled for April the 28th from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern time. And we're going to be talking about boosting your productivity and eliminating procrastination. So if you have a task or a project or something that you've been wanting to do, and for whatever reason, you have not been able to move forward to do it, guess what? You need to register for the next Engineer Your Success on ramp. If you've been thinking about taking the professional engineering license exam, or taking the fundamentals of engineering exam and you've been holding back, right? Something has been holding you back from taking that step, then you're procrastinating. And if you want to get some practical strategies and tools to help you overcome that, then you want to be at that engineer, your success on ramp on April the 28th from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. You can use the link in the show notes to register for that meeting. And if you're new to our community, Guess what? The Engineer Your Success on-ramp is a complimentary monthly session that we have to just provide value back to the profession that has provided so much value for me. So again, I hope to see you there. In fact, not I don't hope to see you there. I look forward to seeing you there on April the 28th. So today's episode, Keys to Unlocking Team Success through effective communication. So when I was thinking about this and thinking through effective communication and where does this fit and how are we going to frame it in a way that could continue to bring value to you, our audience, I really do think that this episode will benefit engineering professionals, team leaders, and anyone looking to enhance their team building skills. And some of the value that you'll gain from listening to today's episode and just us engaging in this conversation, you know, are are some practical insights and strategies on how to improve communication within a team. It's actually based on real world experience and, and expert knowledge. This can really help you bridge the gap between theory and practice and will help you really to implement these strategies effectively in your life, both your personal and your professional life. This episode is going to help you deliver enhanced team performance because you're going to be able to create an environment that fosters collaboration and innovation. And that collaboration and innovation will continue to improve your performance and impact however you're measuring your bottom line, right? If you're the the owner of the company, then you want increased profits. If you are a team manager, you want some profit, you want increased profitability and efficiency in the team that you're managing. This will help you achieve both of those things. Number three is I would say it's going to help you win at work and at home, right? So by understanding 
the principles of effective communication in a team setting, it's going to enhance your ability to effectively navigate these issues in any setting where you're dealing with groups of people. This is going to help you to reduce team conflict and it will improve your decision making. Now, I mentioned the win at work and at home and the impact that these strategies may have on your family dynamic or when you're communicating with your families. But if you think about that, you know, families have a similar dynamic as a team environment. So as you learn to leverage effective communication to unlock the success of your team members, and now all of your team members are different. All of your team members look at you a little bit differently. They're not uniform, like your family is not going to be uniform. But if you're able to look at these strategies, step away and say that these strategies helped me better effectively communicate with my team, I can absolutely guarantee that there's a way for you to apply these strategies to help you better effectively communicate with your family. So when I think about the lack of communication, right? So we want to unlock team success through effective communication, but what are some of the issues that happen when you're not communicating, when you're ineffective as a team leader, as a business owner, in communicating the things that you want done. One, there's going to be low morale and low motivation. So inadequate communication can create a sense of isolation and attachment among your team members. And that's going to lead to low morale and low motivation. When team members feel unheard and disconnected to the team's objectives, they are going to be disengaged and less productive. Hi, this is James, and I want to give you a personal invitation to come to the next Success or Ramp. These are small group complimentary monthly meetings to help you win at work and at home. Are you interested in setting and achieving goals, in building habits that stick, becoming a more powerful communicator? Listen, you do not have to do this alone. Register for the next success on ramp today and join other like-minded people who are on the road to achieve success both in business and in life. Use the link in the show notes to grab your spot today. Another consequence is there the lack of communication tends to increase conflict and tension because there are unresolved issues, misunderstandings happen. Their incorrect assumptions, all of those things fuel conflict and tension within your team. And that just creates a negative environment. I don't know about you, but I don't want to work in a negative environment. I've worked in a negative environment before many, many years ago, and it wasn't fun, right? It's not fun to be in a situation where nobody's really communicating, or if they are communicating, they're communicating ineffectively and you can feel the tension in the room with everything that's going on. Another thing that poor communication leads to from a team dynamic is poor decision-making, right? So if the communication is not sufficient and it is unclear, then how do you expect your team members to be able to make good decisions? 
They can't. They don't have the information that's needed to make those decisions. And, and so you don't want to support or you don't want to promote suboptimal performance by not communicating what needs to be communicated. Another big one to me is that the lack of communication is going to reduce innovation and collaboration, right? Because it is not going to create an environment where you have this cross-pollination of ideas. And then there's also going to be decreased trust and decreased accountability. So the lack of transparency and open communications can erode trust between your team members. That's going to lead to decreased accountability. And when team members don't trust one another and they don't trust you as a leader, then they may cut corners. They may not do everything the way that you want them to do it because they know you are not going to hold them accountable. They're not going to be held accountable. So can you think of any stories or times in your life where you were in a team dynamic and it was just really bad communication and how that communication just wrecked? I mean, just absolutely wrecked everything else. I can think of a few, you know, in my career, both as a young engineer, as well as, as I was continuing to progress in my career. You know, I remember being a a younger engineer, you're sitting in the meeting room, you have some ideas, but the team leader really was not open to anyone expressing their ideals. It was more, they were less of a team leader and more of a team dictator. So how many of you know some team dictators? Or I hope, I hope this is not the case, but if if this is the case, what I'm about to say, then you've tuned into the right episode. Are you a team dictator? Are you the person that comes into the meeting? And you know exactly what you want done, how you want it done. And you're not really engaging your team to do the work. You're just telling them what to do. Is that you? Okay. If that is you, then you absolutely want to listen to ways in which you can use effective communication to unlock the success in your team to pull them into what you are doing, to engage their ability to think independently, to engage their ability to collaborate and their ability to bring innovation to the problems that you may be, say, you may be facing. So there are two um, keys that I want to talk about today. And so I'm briefly going to mention the keys and then we're going to get into a little bit more detail. Key number one is being able to set very clear expectations, right? You want to be able to set crystal clear expectations for what you expect from your team, what you expect from yourself, not only the outcome, but what the expectation is and the cadence of communication and the cadence of work. So that's one key. The other key that we're going to talk about today is your ability to encourage open communication. And I think that open communication is really key because it helps to create a very safe environment for people to flourish because you want to create an environment for your team members to flourish so that they can do their job to the top of their ability. 
So let's go back to key one, setting clear expectations. So setting clear expectations is crucial for preventing misunderstandings. It actually helps to align your team members and it will ensure a smooth workflow in terms of they, people know what to expect. Um, they know what to do, when to do it. That happens great. So what happens when expectations are not clear? Mm. So as a leader, you are always communicating your expectations, okay? You're always communicating your expectations to your team. So if you are not presenting any formal expectations, then what's going to happen is that your team is going to respond to your actions and how you manage over time. So if you don't hold your team members accountable, you know, if people are doing projects, doing their assignments late, and you are not holding them accountable, then you're setting the expectation that it's okay for them to miss deadlines. If your team member has an issue that comes up and they go to mention this to you in the team meeting and you berate them or you get angry or you shut them off, then you're setting the expectation that you don't want real collaboration that you want them to do and not speak. You want them to do and not think about the bigger picture. So you're always setting expectations. So you want to make sure that the expectations that you set through your words and that your actions are really clear. So here are a few tips that you can use for setting those clear expectations. So you want to communicate the expectations clearly and concisely when discussing those things with your team, you want to use simple language, avoid any kind of ambiguity. You can consider using visual aids, written documents, presentations, anything that you think that's really going to support and get to the heart of your verbal communication. So if you're assigning tasks, you may provide a written summary of the task or you can ask someone to type up or to summarize the task with the expected outcome and the deadline, you want to check for understanding with your team. And so you're asking for your team members for feedback. You're asking them to, hey, can you rephrase what you think my expectations are on this project? Or as a team, can we talk through what those expectations are? Because you want to consistently create that environment where you're getting bias. Absolutely want to do that. And that goes flows right into tip number two, is to involve your team members in the goal setting process. So, you know, you're going to have goals. You're going to say, here, here are the things that we absolutely have to do for the project. But there is room when you start thinking about how are you actually going to accomplish those goals. And so I would encourage you to involve your team members in that process. So during the project kickoff meeting, encourage the team members to share their ideals and suggestions about the project goals and their individual responsibilities. Where do they see themselves fitting? This collaborative approach are really going to help to lead to more motivated and engaged team members because they're going to take ownership of that project. They're going to feel vested in that project. If you are running through the meeting, if you're running through the project, you are not engaging your team members in an effective way we already talked about this. They're going to be disengaged. They're not going to take ownership. And when, when it comes time to 
go the extra mile, they're not going to have it to give because you as the leader have not invested in them to be able to help them have that ability to move forward and to move past what it is that may be hindering them from moving past. Hey, this is James, and I'm here to help you win at work and at home. Let's connect. You can use the link in the show notes to schedule a complimentary session. We're going to walk through the steps that it's going to take for you to start thriving so you can engineer your success and live the life that you love. Come on, sign up today. So the last thing we'll talk about in terms of setting clear expectations is just really using or leveraging the power of accountability to reinforce your expectations. So you want to regularly remind your team members of the expectations and provide updates on the team's progress. And you want to engage them to provide updates to you. You know, you can use those team meetings, the one-on-one check-ins, written updates to reinforce the expectations and discuss any changes or updates as needed. So during your weekly team meetings, you can review the project goals, discuss the progress and address any roadblocks or challenges providing feedback and support to the team members in achieving the expectations is essential for maintaining alignment and focus. So you're leveraging accountability, you're continuing to reinforce the expectations, and you're creating this feedback loop. So the other key that we're going to talk about today is encouraging open communication. So, you know, when I think about this, Open communication is really an essential component for a successful team. Why? Because it helps build trust. It fosters collaboration and it will absolutely enhance your productivity. Open communication enables members to express their ideals, concerns, and provide feedback freely, right? Without encumbrance, without hesitation. So however, when you're creating a culture of open communication at times, it can be challenging, really depending on the size of your team. But there are a few things that you can do to help to create that open communication. One thing that you can do is create a safe environment for sharing ideals. We talked about this a little bit earlier, and I talked about my experience where I'm in a team meeting. The manager is really kind of more of a dictator And you go to say something, whether it's an objection or a great ideal, or you want more clarification, and you feel as if this person is running over you. So I don't know about you, but when I was younger, when that happened to me, I would tend to get into my shell. I would think, well, the expectation is not for me to actually contribute. It's just to do. And that really didn't feel good for me. It wasn't something that helps to really stoke my fire. What it didn't bring excitement to the work, what I was doing. And so if you're a manager, you want to make sure that you're creating that safe environment where your team members can freely express their opinions and ideals, even if those ideals are not yours, even if those ideals are directly the opposite of the path that you want to take. Right? You don't want to criticize and dismiss their contributions. 
you want to create this environment where we're co-creating, where we're working together towards a solution. And you want to be able to acknowledge their input. You want to be able to compliment them just in terms of bringing back to the table and explore what the implications of that particular alternative may be. I encourage you to just really seek buy-in from your team. It's going to help you tremendously, both in your professional and in your personal life, when you are looking from the perspective of curiosity, when you're looking from the perspective of how can we collaboratively work to get a solution, not just dictate what it is that you want done. The other thing that you can do is to schedule regular team meetings and one-on-one meetings. And this is important. I've been in situations where the only time in the past that I've met with my supervisor was when it was time for performance reviews. I mean, you're doing a great job. Everything is great. But the only time you really have a substantive conversation is doing the annual performance review time. Well, that's not enough time to really create that environment for open communication. So if you're a team leader, you're a manager, pencil in some time, even if it's once a quarter where you can have the one-on-one sessions. If you don't have weekly team meetings, you have a team meeting every other week or once a month, depending on how your projects are. But the meetings are an excellent opportunity for you to discuss progress, identify challenges, and for everyone to provide feedback. And those one-on-one sessions really help team members build a stronger relationship with you as the leader to create that safe space for open communication. So when I think about suggestions for leaders in encouraging open communication, number one, lead by example. So as a leader, model the behavior that you want to see in your team. So be open, be transparent, be approachable. When someone says something that may be opposed to what you want to do, explore it, allow it to sit there, look at it from a position of curiosity. Don't be defensive. Tip number two for that would be encourage feedback. Ask for feedback from your team regularly and not just feedback on what they're doing, feedback on what you are doing as well. Because again, you are leading by example. And so if you're asking for feedback and receiving feedback, then your team is more readily open when you are going to provide feedback to them as well. And this is one that I think applies for us individually, but also for teams and then celebrate successes. So celebrate team successes and recognize the individual contribution because what you're doing is boosting morale and you're encouraging your team members to continue to share their ideals and their feedback. You're creating this community and this great environment. So today the focus was on keys to unlocking team success through effective communication. So I appreciate your time. Again, the next Engineer Your Success on Ramp is on April the 28th from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. I look forward to seeing you there. I'm going to end this podcast like I end every podcast. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it. And there's a select group of people that actually follow through, do it, and are living the life of their dreams. I want you to be part of that select few. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Engineer Your Success with Dr. James Bryant. 
Do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it, and a small fraction of people actually do it. I believe that you can have success both in business and in life, and it's my passion to guide you on your path to engineering your success. Thanks.